Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my time. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And now, here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. A program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. Friends, it's great to be with you today. We've got wonderful guests, and I'm excited about sharing them with you. Uh, we will in just a moment. Before we do, of course, I want to let you know the Roger Franklin Williams Show is supported by our friends at Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. Where you, Christner's is where you'll get prime cuts of beef and cold water Australian lobster served in an atmosphere of old school elegance and sophistication. We're pleased to be joined today by two gentlemen that have a great story to tell, and we'll go to them in just a moment, and, and we'll get started. Um, uh, the Edgewood Ranch. Edgewood Children's Ranch. Correct. Yeah. Edgewood Children's Ranch. Um, and Bruce from uh, Edgewood Children's Ranch is joining us, and along with Chad, uh, a local attorney. And Bruce, great, great to have you today with us. Great to be here. Thank you. And why don't we just get started? I'm thinking what I, you know, a good way to go would be to, if you can share with us an overview of Edgewood um, Children's Ranch, a little maybe about the history and the, the great work they're doing now. And I know both of you, um, you know, have a personal story uh, about uh, Edgewood Children's Ranch as well. And I'd love to have you share that as much as you would like to today on our show. Sure, sure. Uh, so Edgewood was established in 1966. Uh, juvenile court judge Arthur Yergi and Dr. Jack Lind uh, uh, originally started it. Um, uh, the judge saw a lot of kids, uh, boys, in the beginning, uh, displaying negative social behaviors, uh, coming through his court system, and he just felt that these children didn't necessarily need to go into juvenile detention. Uh, he felt that there was, there's got to be a different way. There's got to be a better way. And he got together with Jack Lind and a couple people, and they uh, put together the Edgewood Children's Ranch. Uh, and it, uh, it started with two boys in a rented house in Groveland, uh, and they basically prayed for their first meal, and somebody showed up and delivered it, and we've been praying ever since. And so we're a local nonprofit, 50, 501c3, uh we um we're not government funded there's no big organizations that that fund us just a lot of people that love edgewood um and it helps us to keep our christian values that way uh what we primarily try and do is take behaviorally challenged and emotionally broken children uh, bring them into the program a lot of them are our kids that are struggling in school fighting with parents uh we're seeing a lot of children in adopted situations where they were adopted early and now they're wreaking havoc a little bit uh, as they hit their teenage years. 
um, a lot of single moms um, trying to to make ends meet, trying trying to you know make it work, and the the child is running the streets or hanging out with the wrong friends. They're not horrible kids. They're just sometimes they're just in bad environments uh, around the. They're just headed in a bad direction, and so we try and bring them into a program where it's a safe, healthy environment. They uh, live on campus. They go to school on campus. Uh, they go to church on campus, um, and it's a environment where they can start to take a take a step back, have a breath. Uh, and 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 start to heal emotionally, some physically, some spiritually, um, and we basically want to get them on a different track in their life than where, where they were headed. Yeah, anything on? No, you pretty much covered it. I mean, I uh, the, the additional focus being on you know bringing the family, healing the family back together. So yeah. um, that's that's all kind of the the big circle of what the ranch is about. Yeah, we're pleased to be joined by Attorney Chad Barr and. Chad, can you tell us a little bit? I mean, you're very involved now uh, in Edwards Children's Ranch in a leadership capacity. Uh, can you just tell us about you know, you know, what, what led you to, to want to be disinvolved and devote so much of your time and, and energy yeah, to Edwards Children's Ranch? Yeah, thanks for having ranch. me, by the way. Um, so I'm 41 years old, but um, I've been involved with the ranch for 33 years. So mm-hmm. I, I uh, first went to the ranch as a rancher um, when I was seven through the age of nine. Um, and, uh, the, the past executive director was my cottage parent. Uh, we call him aunt and uncle, um, uh, as a sign of respect. And so, um, Stuart was my cottage parent and I did my time there and, uh, left and number of years passed and, and I had kind of moved on with my life and, uh, I was, hadn't really been back to the ranch in a number of years. And I got a call out of the blue one day from uncle Stuart he called me and said, Hey, God just laid me on your, uh, laid you on my heart, and I wanted to reach out to you and just say, "Hey, we're thinking about you," and wanted to see if you wanted to come back and visit. And I came back, and I just fell back in love with the place. And uh, he invited me to be on the board. That was about six years ago, and um, mm-hmm. so we've just had a, a turnover on the board, and uh, I was um, asked to be the chairman of the board. So now I'm the chairman of the board. Um, Bruce, being a former rancher as well, we've both come full circle, and it's awesome to be, to be able to lead this organization. And Bruce, can you talk a little bit more about the, your role, your leadership role at Edward Children's Ranch? Yeah, well, much like much like Chad uh, Stewart was also Uncle Stewart mm-hmm. was also my house parent uh, when I was when I was at Edgewood, um, and um, uh, you know I kind of uh, same thing with Chad. I as as life went on, became you know uh, an adult and and established my my work life. Uh, the ranch kept, I, I would go out and visit the ranch. I would do PE with some of the kids. Uh, I always joke around, uh, and I'm like, well, I've been trying to run away from the ranch or get away from the ranch for 35 <laughs> years, you know? Uh, but, uh, uh, it keeps calling me back. And, uh, and one day, uh, I was out to eat at Sonny's barbecue and a popco and, and I wasn't even close to that area. Like I didn't. There's no reason for me to be over there, except I was visiting with friend, my relatives over there. And uh, uh, here comes Uncle Stewart walking into the restaurant, and I'm like, I, I know this guy. <laughs> and so I, uh, so we sat down and we we talked for a while, and he's like, you should come out and talk to the board, which I think you might have even been in that meeting. But 
I was like, yeah, sure, maybe one day, you know, I'm busy right now, but I'd love to come out and talk to the board. Well, my schedule opened up the next week, and so my wife and I went, and in the board meeting, I was telling my testimony to the board, and they were like, well, who knows, maybe, and I and I joked, and I was like, who knows, maybe one day I'll be a house parent, and here here I am, I'm running my own company, I'm, I'm established life. And Stuart stands up and says, that's funny. We have a, uh, we have a cottage open right now. <laughs> and so I laughed about it. But I ended up, my wife and I ended up being cottage parents. So then I went from being a student to a cottage parent. And then um, I stayed engaged. Stuart and I used to meet, you know, once a month. He was kind of a mentor to me as well in the business world. And then, unfortunately, when Stuart passed, uh uh, back in uh, January of 2020, I think, um, I I had come in and they had asked me to step in and take that role. So, No, it's wonderful. Thank you for, for sharing with us. Friends, we're listening to the Roger Franken Williams Show. Our topic and our guests today are from Edgewood Children's Ranch. And um, can you share uh, now, Bruce, a little bit more about your, your personal story. We got about three minutes before our break, but uh, can you just talk about how yeah, you, as a child, you came to, to be involved with Edgewood Children's Ranch? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was uh, a product of divorce, single parent, um, and my mom worked all the time, two jobs. I ran the streets, uh, got into it, got, got into a group of kids that were much older than me and and I was kind of running with them and I just I found myself you know I was fighting with everybody uh failing in school uh, I found myself breaking and entering into houses uh and here I am I'm nine and a half years old you know and I'm getting involved in stuff smoking drinking like that I shouldn't have even even been around and to a point where it got so bad that uh my Mom, uh, I ended up going to juvenile detention for about three days or a few days. Um, and, uh, and then my mom found the ranch. And so I was able to interview at the ranch and it, it was kind of a choice. Like you can continue down the juvenile detention road or you can, you can do Edgewood. And I opted for Edgewood (laughs) reluctantly, but I opted for Edgewood uh, and I got into that environment and was just, it was, it was so different and Chad could probably talk to this as well, but there was a lot of love there. There was organization. There was, I'm waking up at a certain time. I'm going to bed at a certain time. I'm eating at a certain time. All those worries of being a latchkey kid home by myself were gone. And there was a, there was love, there was joy, there was discipline and it just, it brought me to a, a different place really quickly. Thank you for sharing. Very, very interesting. We'll talk more about your personal story when we come back from our next break. Friends, you're listening to the Roger Franken Williams Show. Our guests today are from Edgewood Children's Ranch, and that's the topic of our, our program. Um, and Chad, I'd love to have you share your personal story when we come back. You were a rancher as well, correct? Absolutely, yep. It wasn't quite as bad as Bruce, but <laughs> I still deserve to be there. <laughs> I, I was two years older than Chad. That's why. <laughs> now, if I recall correctly, and you know, like we we met uh, Bruce and I met when you um you, know, you spoke at our sister station's uh, WTLN Men uh, and Ministry event, yeah, uh, and shared your story there. Uh, if I remember correctly, um, 
in your early stages, did you you you, you know, weren't so sure if you wanted to stay there, or or is that correct? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, what's the alternative? I I I I felt love there, but you you want to be home, and and the ranch does engage the family at the same time, and and it's trying to help the child, and so you get homesick, but you know you find a way to stay there and and when you're moving forward in your life even at that young of an age it's a some of our kids would rather be there than at home sometimes a lot of them would like to be home and we're trying to repair that situation as well and so uh and then what was the alternative if, if not there then where pick up when we come back friends you're listening to the roger frank and williams show please stay with us Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you as we talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation. Of course, in our program, the Roger Franklin Williams Show, we talk about those issues from a perspective that honors America's founding traditions of God, family, country. Friends, we've got great guests today. I'm very pleased to be speaking with Bruce Jordan and attorney Chad Barr, and they are here representing an outstanding organization that has made a tremendous positive difference in our Central Florida community for many, many years now, decades actually, the Edgewood Children's Ranch. And um, both Bruce and Chad were campers at Edgewood Children's Ranch. Now they have gone back as adults to contribute greatly in many different ways. And let's go back to to Bruce Jordan. And um, can you, uh, Bruce, can you talk about, give us a little bit of the insight into like who works at Edgewood Children's Ranch? You mm-hmm. know, um, I'm sure the people there are, are it's a call, it's a calling, not a job for the people that work there. And yeah. and how do they create that that loving environment? Yeah. So uh, Stru- structured loving environment. Yeah. So uh, again, it's been around uh, since 1966, and and one of the hardest, and, and many people are dealing with it today, is is hiring the right the right people. Uh, you know, we're a Christian organization, um, so there's a faith component to it. Um, uh, so you have different staff. You have house parents or cottage parents. Those are those are the the when when a rancher comes to to live on campus, that's who they live with. So they live in age appropriate houses. Uh, gender appropriate as well. And so, um, like for Chad and I, we were in Uncle Stuart and Aunt Lisa's cottage, and they were our house parents. They were the example of the Christian couple in our lives that said, hey, this is how the family structure should be. And we call them aunt and uncle because we don't want to replace their parents, uh, but we do want to give a sense of family there. Uh, the the house parents that work there, you know, we ask that you love God, love children, and it's a mission. And so it, rather than going to Africa or overseas to be a missionary, you would basically be a missionary in your own backyard. And you're you're in the trenches. You know, you're dealing with with hurting kids and broken families and and. Uh, and and so the love part, the grace part, the hope part comes comes with that. So you got to love kids. You got to love love working with with broken kids, uh, and love God, 
our teachers, same thing. Uh, our, our classrooms are small capacity. So one teacher to eight kids because of the learning, the learning challenges. Um, and, and they, they got to love to dig in with, with the kids and our support staff is the same, you know, any, whether you're our cook or whether you're a case manager, you're going to build a relationship with kid with these kids there. And you may be that one person that has that positive influence on that child that can help change their life. And so you've just got to have a missionary mindset to, to help kids. And how many uh, ranchers do you have uh, today? So we have a capacity for 40 right now. Um, some of it's hiring challenges. Um, as we uh, open more cottages, uh, we have two more cottages that we want to open. Uh, we'll eventually have a capacity for 56 kids in the program. Let's go to Attorney Chad Barr, back to Attorney Chad Barr. And Chad, could you, would you like to, can you share a little bit about your personal experience of, of you know, being a rancher at Edgewood Children's Ranch? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I went into the ranch um, when I was late seven years old. Um, and like I said, I wasn't quite as bad as Bruce, but I hadn't really hit that age of nine yet where or, uh, you really start getting into trouble. But, you weren't really uh, quite as bad of a crowd. No, no, the crowd no Koei wasn't quite that bad. Um, but, uh, I, you know, I came from a single, a single family home as well. So my mom raising three boys, uh, working all the time again, and I was the oldest. So, you know, I was bearing all that responsibility of the, of, of the kind of the male figure in the house. And, um, I was very angry. I didn't have a dad to teach me how to deal with my anger. Um, and that aggression really, really played itself out. I was suspended every year in school, just, just anger issues. And, um, um, and I, and, I didn't get suspended. In school, oh, so. okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm just... sorry. Um, <laughs> but, uh, my mom found the ranch. Um, I, I don't remember having a choice to go to the ranch or not. I just remember one day I was there. Um, and, uh, you know, I, my experience there was, uh, I, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say that it was like the best thing in my life, like ever. Like I, I think most ranchers are going to say that for the most part, they, they don't want to be there. They want to be home. Right. But when you go back and look at it, if, if you can just teach these kids to have, to be able to have hindsight in a few years and just say, you know, you can build the best, the best house in the world, but if it doesn't have a foundation, if it doesn't have that, that support beam going right through it, it's going to crumble eventually. Right. And so that's what the ranch was for me. It was just a, a huge support system for me. And I don't know how many seven-year-old or adults can go back and remember the people that were in their lives at seven years old that weren't parents and really be able to remember them and remember what they went through and, and how they grew. So to me, that's, that's super important. Uh, and to be able to go back and create that circle, um, take my kids out there, take my wife out there, let her see how things are, let, let my kids see, you know, this is where I, this is where I lived and this is what I, what I was able to go through and experience. It's, it's really awesome. Oh, thank you for sharing. It's a, Great to have uh, such an uplifting theme on our program for sure. And Bruce, can you can you share some other things maybe about, about your experience or what? Uh, maybe if um you know, we have a listener who uh, who thinks they're um, you know, they know a child or children mm-hmm. that 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 might benefit from yeah from, from being at the Edgewood Children's Ranch. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if if you or someone you know has a child that's uh, showing negative social behavior, maybe they're failing in school. It, maybe they're not going to school, uh, fighting fighting with their parents or fighting with you on a daily basis. Uh, much like Chad was saying, I, I was an angry kid. He was an angry kid. And sometimes there's, there's, there's as, as a parent or the person in that situation, you don't know why. You don't understand why because you're trying to, you're trying to survive yourself. Um, and so 
any children like that, I mean, we have space available, you know, if they if they call the ranch and talk to one of the caseworkers, uh, they'll do their best to help, you know, facilitate uh, their child coming into the program. Uh, one of the other things that we do is we're, we're part of a uh, statewide organization. So if the child doesn't fit our program, we'll refer to, there's some other ones that we refer to uh, as well. We just... We just want to help families, and we want to repair that family. And so, if there's there's a broken family structure there, you know, it's worth a call. Um, and like I said, if our team can't help, we'll do our best to point them in the direction of somebody that can, for sure. No, it's wonderful. And and, and Chad, is there other stories that you like to share with us? Um, you know, I, I think um, a big takeaway coming. Um, coming at this interview from from a board member's perspective is, um, you know, we really could always use the, the community support as well. Um, some people have money. Some people have time. Some people have resources that are not just money and time. And so every year we have we have our auction. Every year, uh, usually it's in November, beginning of November. Um, this year we had a little bit early, um, but it was a huge success. But we're always looking for community partners. Um, if, if this is uh, something that you're interested in and you feel like maybe you want to be on the board, we'd love to, to add to our board as well. Um, but, but from the board member's perspective, we really want to focus on getting the community involved in this organization. Um, it's faith-based. It's, it's not government-funded. Everything that we spend every dollar on is raised. Um, you know, Bruce has a great business development team at the ranch, and, and as board members, we're charged with um, raising funds up for the ranch as well. It's part of, it's part of our duty as board members. And so if, if you have that calling, if you have that thing you want to donate, if you have that, that time you want to invest, um, whatever, you know, roofs, air conditioners, <laughs> you know, yeah. driveways, you know, we, all of it's beneficial. So, so um, we've had some great community partnerships. So that would be something that I would really uh, like to see uh, continue to grow in the community. Now back to, to Bruce Jordan. And Bruce, I, I got a question. It's about logistics, if you will, for lack of a better word here in our last couple of minutes. Um, now, how do children find you, if you will? I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I get the impression from both of your stories, uh, you know, uh, you know, maybe sometimes the parent is the catalyst. Mm-hmm. They're just so overwhelmed. They're like, um, you know, I, and I, but I also get the impression that some some cases the parents are, are so overwhelmed or dealing with their own issues or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, maybe somebody else has to be the catalyst. How, how does the process work? Yeah, that's a great question. Um you know, we, we there's a lot of sources of how kids get to us. Uh, I, some of it's radio advertising, and and a parent or a friend is is maybe hearing this show. Um, some of it's uh, 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 caseworkers uh, that find uh, that find us. Some of it's from other homes. Some of it is from. My my child went there a year ago. You, your child needs to go there. Uh, some of it's through churches. And so just there, there's no one answer to that. There's a, a lot of streams of, of, of how they get into us. Uh, I mean, if there's guidance counselors out there and school counselors out there, I'd, I'd personally love to connect uh, with them and talk about ways that we can work together to get those struggling kids and families uh, help through Edgewood Children's Ranch. And so if anybody is listening and they want to connect. Yeah, feel know, free to give out your website. Please. Yeah, if, if uh, you want to visit us at edgewoodranch.com, that's edgewoodranch.com. You can also uh, contact our office at 407-295-2464. 
That's 407-295-2464. And you can look us up on social media and see all of our success stories on social media. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Uh, I I believe it's uh, Edgewood Ranch, uh, at Edgewood Ranch on Instagram and on Facebook. If you Google us, you'll be able to read reviews and, and learn more about us as well. No, absolutely wonderful. You know, I've heard of about Edgewood Children's Ranch all my life, literally, and it's uh, been a pleasure to meet you, Bruce, and, sure. and, and you, Chad, um, and, and have nice discuss, too, discussion right? and, and have you share your stories with our listeners. Thank you. And Thank the you. great story of Edgewood Children's Ranch. Friends, we're going to go to a break, and uh, before we do, of course, I want to let you know that our program and all the programs you hear right here on the new AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, are supported by Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and the great people at BurnFatOrlando.com. Dr. Patrick St. Germain supports our programs and our messages of patriotism and support for our free enterprise system. You stay with us. We'll be right back with the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, here's Roger. And this is my turn. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, the program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. Friends, it's great to be with you today. It's always great to get together with you for a few minutes every weekend to share these thoughts and ideas and particularly appreciate you joining us today. We have an outstanding show, but right now in just a moment, we're going to go to Derek Hicks of Thompson Jewelers and we'll go to Derek in just a moment. First though, I want to give a shout out to the guys up at Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. And as you know, as you've been hearing, Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair has everything you'll need for hurricane preparation and cleanup. Now, fortunately, we are rapidly nearing the end of hurricane season, um, but I also want to remind you and let you know that Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair has the best lawnmowers and power equipment products in the business. You can find out more about them at apopkamower.com. That's apopkamower.com. Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. It's where they sell the best and they fix the rest. Now let's go to Derek Hicks. President of Thompson Jewelers. Hello, Derek. Hey, great to be with you today. Thank you for joining us. Well, hey, Roger. How are you doing today? Uh, doing well. You know, looking forward to talking about these important topics and uh, especially looking forward to getting some of your thoughts and, and your ideas as well. Um, first of all, though, I'd like to share with our audience a little bit more about a couple of things they've been hearing uh, in, on our on our stations in regards to Thompson Jewelers. One of those is the huge anniversary sale that's going on right now. And then also uh, the Christmas Mortgage Miracle, which Thompson Jewelers is our presenting sponsor once again. But first of all, just give us a little bit more uh, information uh, than we might get from the commercials on the Thompson's uh, anniversary sale. Yes, Roger. Uh, well, we're, we're celebrating 73 years in business. We started in 1948 right here in Orlando, Florida. So we are the oldest jewelry store now uh, in the Central Florida area. 
No, it's wonderful. In fact, you're even located in Orlando's original mall, the Colonial Plaza Mall, which, among uh, numerous other uh, interesting aspects, is also very easy to find and uh, yeah, centrally located right there on Colonial, East Colonial and Bumby. Yes, and we, like I said, we've been in this location probably for about 25 years, and usually what we do on our anniversary show, we kind of tied in with the Black Friday special. It's kind of like we have huge specials throughout the store, uh, just incredible deals that we do to celebrate our anniversary and kind of tied in with Black Friday specials. And actually, we just started that Black Friday specials along with our anniversary that's going on right now. So if you're looking for something special for Christmas, just incredible deals at our store right now. And, of course, the Thompson Jewelers is, is a perfect place to find a special gift for those important people in our life with Christmas right around the corner. And now I'd love to have you talk, share a little bit about the Christmas Mortgage Miracle and your support for that. And I want to let everybody know that you can go to theanswerorlando.com and you can find out all the kind of information you need to know about the Christmas Mortgage Miracle. But I do want to let you know that Thompson Jewelers is our presenting sponsor for that. Yes, Roger. This is uh, since you started that we've been uh, one of the sponsors of the event, and we uh, just love it so much because it gives a person a chance to uh, win. Uh, I believe it pays for one whole year of their payments or one year of their rent. Uh, you can look at the details about all that, but it's just an incredible thing at this time of the year, and it'd be like a miracle. And some people need a miracle sometimes if they're suffering through some tough times or. Uh, whatever may be going on in their life. What a great way uh, to uh, show that kind of uh, special event is to do that. That's why it's called the Mortgage Miracle, because it's a miracle if you get your rent or your mortgage paid for that long. That's a great point. Uh, It's a promotion that really impacts uh, a person, you know, one person's life dramatically in in a very positive way. And uh, we appreciate your support for it once again. And also it you know, allows Thompson to reach a little bit some of our other uh, people who consume our stations. You know, uh, we have a long history of uh, with over-the-air radio commercials, but also we, we are, have a burgeoning and ever-growing audience online, people that just listen on their phone or listen on their tablet or their computer. So that allows uh, you to connect with them as well. And um, we really appreciate your support in so many different ways. Now, I do want to talk, you know, during these trying times, challenging times, I know that you have um, tremendous background in the founding of America, our founding uh, founding generation, our founders, our founding documents, the Declaration of Independence, our Constitution, the philosophical basis behind those. And anyway, as we're experiencing, uh, our, our constitutional liberties, our God-given constitutional liberties are being infringed upon Every single day now, um, especially over the past year to year and a half, uh, originally it was the I think the the overreach in terms of the so-called well, just refer to it as the COVID situation, uh, and now it has evolved into um, or advanced into um, continued overreach uh, in terms of vaccination. Um, can you? Uh, but I'd love to. You, know, you I had the opportunity to um, see you speak, uh, address, give the message at your church recently. And you did a beautiful job of, of you know, sharing how the challenges that we're facing today, and we we, we were so exasperated by, um, and sometimes overwhelmed by, um, you know, are nothing new to human history or, or to believers or Christians, and that you know, the Bible speaks to uh, 
people having these kinds of challenges you know, back in the day. And uh, can you just uh, kind of address that for a few minutes and share some of the, the message that you shared um, you know, w- with the congregation recently? Well, yes, Roger. Yeah, we uh, basically, uh, churches, if you look back in history, especially the time of the founders, the churches are where most of the citizens got their information of what was going on in society and government, and the pastors would stand up there and not only tell the message, the truth about Christ and what it can do for your life, but also what was going on in society and how it related through the Church or through the Bible. And we've gotten away from that in America so much that, you know, a lot of people say, oh, separation of church and state, which we know is not in any of our founding documents. And uh, basically, the Church, you know, they want to tie in religion and politics, but we talked about, I talked about in that message, is we're not talking about politics. We're not talking about if we want to expand the road from two lanes to six lanes, or if you live in Orlando, it may need to be 12 lanes. We're talking about moral issues that the Bible addresses. So, and that's nothing new. From the Founders' days through basically through the turn of the century, pastors and rabbis and priests dealt with those issues. And then all of a sudden, in this modern time, I think with Lyndon Johnson in the 50s and 60s, they started trying to change that because they didn't want the people about different issues. And so that's what I talked about and uh, delivered that message. No, and I think you make a great point that at the founding of the country, the churches were a place where political issues were talked about uh, you know, explicitly, and the pastors were leaders uh, in the, the revolutionary effort, and um, inspirational leaders, and also in, in, some, in, in some cases actually uh, you know, were part of the, the Minutemen and, and actually uh, you know, fought. Um, and, you know, and, and this is a, kind of another topic for another day, but I do just want to put this on the record. Is, is you're exactly right. And uh, two things you mentioned, Lyndon Johnson, he was able to um, get a law passed when he was president um, that basically restricted, if you will, um, the ability um, the for for pastors and churches to address political issues in church, which I, I personally think is, 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 you know, blatantly unconstitutional. But they had a very, very liberal Supreme Court at that time. Uh, many of whom were hostile to religion to begin with, and, and they were able to get that through. But that's essentially just that, that's incorrect law. That shouldn't even be the case. But that's something we do have to deal with. And then, of course, as, as you pointed out, too, about the separation of church and state, uh, that's nowhere in the Constitution. It's nowhere in the um, any of our founding documents. In fact, that's an, an example of how the courts have taken, you know, a good con- a good theoretical concept and turned it turned the meaning of it upside down. Thomas Jefferson coined that phrase, but he coined it in a letter to the Danbury um you know church First Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut. Um and and they had written him concerned about the, the state encroaching on religious freedom. He was assuring them that no, I mean that the state is not going <laughs> to encroach upon religious freedom. You're going to have your your right to uh, to express your religious views. So, but anyway, that's the, the the way the Supreme Court has defined separation of church and state is blatantly wrong, and it's it's used it to to you know inhibit and curtail our religious liberties. Well, exactly, Roger. And the the other part of that message, I know a lot of your listeners are saying, "Well, I'm not a pastor, or a priest, or rabbi," but it becomes, it goes beyond that. 
as a citizen, whether you're a Christian or Jewish or whatever your background may be, it is pointed to you to share your faith with with your children and grandchildren and to share the foundation of America and what made America so great and why it's so great. And I talked about, you know, so many people are afraid. They hear that their children or grandchildren are socialists or they're atheists, and a lot of times they're afraid to talk. And I said, at my house, we talked about religion, we talked about politics, we talked about everything. And we don't always agree on every subject, but I think there was a foundation laid, but thankfully my children are uh, strong Christians, and they love the Constitution and can love America. And not only that, they know why they are Christian and why they love America. And that's why it's so important if you're a, a father, a mother, or grandfather, or grandmother, Teach your children and grandchildren. Talk to them about these things, especially when they're younger and they're growing up. So when they do get old, they'll know what they believe, why they believe it. Tremendous wisdom. We're going to go to a quick break into the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, back to the studio, here's Roger Franklin Williams. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today. Have a great show. Right now, we're speaking with Derek Thompson, president, excuse me, Derek Hicks, the president of Thompson Jewelers. And we're talking about a variety of things, particularly um, his extensive knowledge of our founding of the country, our revolutionary period, and our founding documents. Before we go back to Derek Hicks, president of Thompson Jewelers, I want to, of course, give a shout out to my friends over at Sheeler Auto Repair and let you know that if you have any issue related to your car, truck, SUV, any other vehicle you may have, I encourage you to get over to see Demetrius and Odysseus Virgos at Sheeler Auto Repair. No job is too big or too small for the guys at Sheeler Auto Repair. You can trust the guys at Sheeler Auto Repair. In fact, that's where I take my car. And I've been taking it there for 20 years. They're located 1908 South Orange Blossom Trail, a Popkin. Please tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. Now back to Derek Hicks, president of Thompson Jewelers. And and Derek, I'd like to pick up where we left off and where you, you know, spoke about how you, with your sons, your fine sons who are now, you know, grown men, um, when at their, their early ages, you addressed issues of the day, like we're facing right now, uh, political issues, if you will, uh, um, historical issues about the founding of our nation and the philosophical basis behind freedom um, and our God-given rights to liberty. Um, and, um, you know, I, I think so many parents have not done that. I know many of them are regretting it. And um, I'd like to continue to have you uh, you know, pick up on that, because one thing I think that ca- kind of caught all of us on guard, and I'll speak just for myself, is how the hard left, I mean the communist left, the Marxist left, has literally apparently taken over um, higher education, colleges, academia, and in many cases uh, public high schools as well, and and even private high schools, uh, and even down to the elementary and kindergarten levels. So it's imperative um, that parents, um, you know, address these these issues um, at home so that their children will have some kind of fundamental basis and and that'll help them resist becoming brainwashed. Like obviously, apparently a whole generation has, has, has been. 
You're right, Roger. And you know exactly that my, both my uh, children went through the whole public school system the whole time. So it was interesting because a lot of times they'd come home with some different things that they had heard. But once again, the foundation was laid so strong, and I laid down not just here's why you should be a Christian, here's why you should be a conservative and a, a believe in the Constitution and believe in the greatness of America. And I showed them examples, and of course I always pointed to one of my heroes, and your hero too is President Ronald Reagan. We actually would watch little speeches of him, you know, where it was showing little documentaries or whatever. He was such an incredible speaker. So when when they were hit with those different thoughts, whether it was from elementary school or middle school or high school, they knew why, what they believed so strongly that a lot of times they could defend themselves against any teacher that they came up against who had was socialist-leaning or atheist-leaning. No, that that's so important, and I would say, um, obviously, we none of us can do what we haven't done to this point, but uh, we can do what we can do going forward. And I encourage every parent, or I would say even every adult, um, if you've got young people who you know who who you know, you influence, it to address these issues and talk about why freedom is important and talk about um, you know, the founding of our country and the, and, and the correct values. That, that our country was founded upon, uh, which is uh, that government is is instituted to preserve our God-given uh, individual rights. And because, you know, obviously what we're learning is once uh, kids get certainly to college, and, and as we said, many in many cases, even high school uh, and before, that's not the message they're getting. In fact, they're getting a very perverted message um, that, that's essentially a lie, that America is not a good country and actually uh, you know, an, e- an evil uh, place. And sadly, a lot of them are buying into it, it, but they need to be prepared for that. Exactly, Roger. That's It's a shame because they are being taught a lie. You know, America wasn't perfect, but if you study history, which you know history very well, too, there's no country ever like America in all of human history. No country where anyone, no matter who they were, male, female, the color of their skin, it didn't matter. They could become whoever God intended them to be. If they worked hard and lived right and did the right thing, they could become anything. And this is the only country still to this day that that dream still lives. Well, certainly appreciate your efforts uh, in many different ways um, to preserve our freedom. And I would say, you know, above and beyond, you know, the great background that you gave your sons, what you're doing at Thompson Jewelers. is is fundamental American freedom? Small businesses, you know, the small businesses are the the foundation and the backbone of our American uh, middle class and our, our our free enterprise system, which is the backbone of our, our free society. Well, exactly, and that's why we're so thankful that we have a governor like Governor Ron DeSantis. You know, in many states, small businesses were basically closed down so long that they went out of business. Here, our governor said that you know that not just one or two businesses were essential, but that all businesses were essential, just like the Constitution. Not just a few group of people are essential, but all citizens of America are essential. No, that's a great point, and that's a whole other could be a whole other show, and that's uh, the it situation be, yeah. that we're dealing with. Are We're seeing a, a, a blatant manifestation of elites versus the citizens. You know, a small, tiny, tiny handful of elites, the Bill Gateses of the world, the Fauci's of the world, who unfortunately 
uh, control big tech. You know, they control Twitter, Facebook, Google, you know, which are powerful, powerful entities. It's the way we communicate these days. Um, and they also uh, control the levers of government, as we learned so explicitly the last five years. Um, so, I mean, these are formidable foes. Um, but but the, the point is, is, is they don't represent the rank and file citizen. You know, the people that listen to our show, the people that listen to talk radio, that get up and go to work every day, uh, that, 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 that have, you know, Small business people, people that do business with small business people, um, you know, these are the these are the rank and file Americans who who you know value and cherish our constitutional freedom. And what we're learning is the people that have have uh, tremendous power, the tiny tiny microscopic number of them, um, you know, do not do not share apparently our, our values of, of freedom and liberty. They don't. But you know, thankfully, uh, with the election in Virginia, we still saw that parents. Parents that think alike realize that they had the right to decide what their children studied at school, not the federal government. And they spoke out, and I think it was the beginning of a turn for the better. You know, and that's that's a great point, and I think that what you just mentioned, Eric, illustrates um, perfectly the situation that that we're talking about today. And, friends, we're speaking with Derek Hicks, president of Thompson Jewelers, on the Roger Frank and Williams show. And that is, you know, as you, know, you and I have on our conversations, both on the air and off the air, and I've expressed the, the thought, well, gee, what do, you, what do you do? I mean, you know, when you're up against Google, <laughs> what, what, what do you do? You know, when you're up against Facebook, Twitter, um, you know, the big search engines, et cetera, um, you know, not to mention the federal government, um, what do you do? And, and well, you do whatever you can, you can do. That's what you can do. You don't, you know, in your in your realm, uh, sphere of influence, wherever it might be, um, you do what you can there. And that's what you did with your sons. And that's exactly what these people did in Virginia. Um, they didn't have it all figured out. They didn't have some grand strategy. Um, they just they just got up every day and went out and, and fought the battle that had to be fought that day. And it, it did, they've had a t- tremendous victory that's inspired, um, re-inspired the whole country. Exactly. Roger, and you said it exactly right. The sphere of influence that you have. So you start with your family. You start with your friends. You start where you work. You start at your church or groups you're in. And, you know, you always talk. I always say I do it in a loving and a kind way. You don't come out there and you can do it and talk to people. And, you know, if you don't know enough, that's why you listen to your show all the time or other shows that are on the Salem Communication where you learn things. So then when people ask you questions, you're able to defend your beliefs and know why you believe them. So it's so important just to do what you can do where you are. And I think that's going to be the answer of our salvation while, of course, looking to the Lord and, and putting our faith in Him. And um, Yeah, that's the ultimate answer. Yes, the ultimate truth. You're, you're dead on there, Roger. Well, once again, it's been great speaking with you, Derek. I always love our conversations. Uh, both, uh, and It's always a real treat to have you join us on the show, and I really appreciate you being here today. Well, Roger, thank you so much for having me, and you and all your audience have a wonderful day. Thank you very much. Derek Hicks, president of Thompson Jewelers, and of course, they're conveniently located in Orlando in the Colonial Plaza at the corner of East Colonial and Bumby, and in Kissimmee St. Cloud on Highway 192 uh, in the Hobby Lobby Shopping Center, Shopping Plaza. Well, friends, we're going to go to break in just a moment. When we come back, we're going to continue the same theme we were talking about with Derek Hicks. Of course, give a shout out to our friend, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, and all the great people over at St. Germain Chiropractic and burnfatorlando.com. And 
let you know that Dr. Patrick St. Germain is proud and pleased and honored to be voted best chiropractor once again. So when you're in pain, I urge you to get over to see Dr. Patrick St. Germain. Dr. Patrick St. Germain supports our program and all the programs you hear right here on the new AM 950, FM 94.9, the answer and our messages of patriotism and support for our free enterprise system. 